0: Hello, welcome to another edition of Crack Power. In our last episode, we talked on good leadership and bad leadership. And we talked on the fact that good leaders can improve what they meet and great leaders can reverse a negative trend. Today, we'll be starting the solution series of the... um, I started by talking about problems and we are going to go into solutions. So the title of this broadcast is The Corporate Solution to Africa's problems the corporate solution to Africa's problems and um, it's going to be a little bit political philosophical and <laughs> corporate so uh, I'll need all your attention um, many know that Africa has problems there's nowhere in the world that will not um, accept that Africa has problems so what is the solution so Subconsciously, everyone looks at the at the political solution as the solution to Africa's problems. But I'm here to declare that it is a corporate solution that is needed, not a political solution to Africa's problem. And this is how I'm going to explain it. Um, the world is divided into different phases. When you go into world history, it's divided into different phases. We are in the phase of businesses we are in the corporate phase of the world right so let me give you an example um before first world war we were in the empire stage of the world everything was an empire everything was an empire asante empire um how do you call it mali empire ghana empire we have everything was an empire Uh, british empire russian empire german empire everything french empire everything was an empire post world war one nations started coming so it is said that the oldest nation is around 300 years so nations are a new invention what do you call nations nation states they're actually a new invention with the exception of some few few nations like Ethiopia and some other few nations Japan and that have been there for a very long time mm. all the nations are just 300 years old. So even America the independence was in 17 17- okay. something the nations that we have are young they are not more than 2,000 years, 1,000 years. All the nations are new inventions that came. And what was the difference? What was an empire. Let me explain how um, the whole thing started. It started with what we call city-states. City-states, right? So city-states were cities that were also states. So one of the first city-states was Yuruk. That was in the Mesopotamia region, right? Then after a while, people started linking cities together. So one city, one stronger city, conquered a weaker city. Mm -hmm. Then the king of that city also ruled the second city. That's how we get capital city, actually. That's how we get capital city. Because what came out to be an empire is a string of cities ruled by one capital city. But it started as city-states, where the city was a state. So that's how the political structure started. It started as cities. Mm -hmm. And then cities were linked together to form empires okay but then later on it moved to nations because um there was a consensus that any group of people with the same language and the same culture and the same traditions are entitled to their self-determination so that is how the nation states came that was the philosophy the philosophy was that any people who have the same so when we have the austria hungarian empire broke up into Austria and Hungary nations because their belief was that any group of people who are similar should be independent. Of course, except Africans, right, who were just, they they carved out the the post-colonial era, they just carved out the states, you get it. Now I'm here to say with full um, confidence that the nation-state era is also ending the nation state era is also ending and you know the truth is many of us do not know that the nation state era is ending and the eras don't totally end let me give you an example the kingdom era where countries were ruled by kings we still have um countries that are ruled by kings now so it doesn't totally end it doesn't vanish but another one becomes more popular and another one becomes more prevalent And the old forms all of them stay right. Uh, maybe I may reserve my argument for the vanishing of the nation-states for another broadcast. But that is not the point. The point I'm making is the corporation era is here. The corporate era is here. What's corporate? Businesses. Right? The, the situation where businesses build roads, businesses build railways, businesses build infrastructure, businesses provide... Um, basic necessities is here. Mm-hmm. We have we are gotten to the stage where businesses start providing. Someone may feel like, oh, I want to help solve Africa's problem, but you may not know that starting a business you may be in the path of solving the problem. Someone may want to be president of the country, but you may not know that being the president of a company, right, you, you are in a very good position to actually contribute to that. So, on this crack power channel we are calling for a corporate solution to the problem we are calling for a corporate solution to the problem my personal belief is that governments should provide the basic uh, infrastructure for businesses to thrive. that's my personal belief what i mean by basic infrastructure roads right um What's internet <laughs> I mean, I, I, because we are a software company internet runs very high on the basic necessities Roads, internet, and there's another uh, uh, hospitals and those big, big infrastructure that it's very difficult for individual yeah. to provide. Government should just provide that. Okay. Like, for instance, we should just build. We are in Ghana. We are in Ghana. We should just build a crowd road, solid. Build all the link all the cities, solid, solid triple carriage, whatever it's called, solid road. Let's, and then let the private businesses run. Then to bring up another argument about capitalism, socialism, and everything, which we don't want to um, go into. It's not also within the scope. So all I'm saying in this um, episode is that we are calling for a corporate solution to the African problem. I'll end by just giving some examples of the way the world has become corporate. Apple. Apple is bigger than Switzerland. Apple company has more money than Switzerland? Apple. What does that tell you? It tells you that it is a country. Apple, we are in an era where companies, multinationals, companies, multinationals, have more money than even countries. The sales of one multinational is even more than the entire GDP of a nation. The entire GDP of a nation. So we are in an era where corporate is becoming the new regime. So when we always think about, um, um, like for instance, in America, it was corporates that made America great. Do you get me? It was corporate that really made America great. Yeah, the railways were built by private people. Interesting, isn't it? A lot of the railways were built by private people. Yeah. Yeah. The giant software companies were built by private people. I'm sure you know. Yeah. The giant software companies were built by private people. A lot of stuff, a lot of things were invented by private people, not by a government institute of research. I'm sure you know. A lot of the inventions that we know, the, 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 the uh, what do you call, microcomputer, and then everything that is used, were not. it was not a government institute that did the research, but it was private people. I'm, I'm asking the young people of Africa to, I mean, put their destiny in their own hands, you know, too much over reliance on what the government should do, there's something that can be done, there's something that can be done, right, with a willing heart and a willing mind, to change and then create a future for our children. Thank you.